people be viewing you in a hundred years like Lenin? Yeah, exactly. I'll be sort of shellacked, preserved, mummified by my own wonderful abuse of substances. You know, that's such a pretty picture. Thanks. Listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. I'm Preston Buttons, and I'm the Word Whore. Welcome back. We've uh, we've taken a little hiatus, as some of you may have been sobbing uncontrollably over. I was away in beautiful South Beach. Uh huh. In a hurricane. In a beautiful hurricane. Amazing. It was delicious, as hurricanes often are. The yeah. hurricane didn't come near South Beach, though, did it? Oh, it got me. Well, as much of it as I wanted to experience. Well, yeah. it didn't. It was fucking awful. I'm sure Angry Phone Guy was just just another day in his life. Oh, he was just like frolicking in the waves and hey another natural disaster following me i know they don't affect him at all anymore he's the trailer park of people he is you're you know what you've hit something there that's really interesting wonderfully we're climbing the rankings like fucking wildfire on podcast alley thanks to your votes yes please keep voting thank you thank you thank you I know it required many blowjobs on my part, so I expected it to go up a little more than it did, but maybe I had a bad week. Quantity over quality doesn't always work. Yeah, maybe I just tried to squeeze in too many, too soon, too fast, whatever. Uh, We've also received many, 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 many stories and many, 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 many fan mails. And um, I need to make a plea at this time. I was going to do it while Preston was fixing himself another drink, but unfortunately he did that prior to getting on the air. Please, ladies, send Preston some fan mail because he's feeling really (laughs) bummed and sad and left out because uh, so far all of our fan mail... Oliver Stalker Mail, as he's calling it, is uh, addressed to the word whore. As happy as I am about that, please remember Preston. He's a part of the show, too. I know he's a small, insignificant part. I'm cold and lonely. (laughs) But remember Preston. Yeah, or I'll just start editing the word whore out of the stuff, and and then you'll, you'll have to listen to me. Nobody wants that. No, I don't even want that. We have stories. We don't have a song for that yet. We need a song for that. Here's a story. No, no, no. From a lovely lady. No, not a stolen song. I mean, our mm. own song. Sort of like how, you know, Letterman has the, the what's in the mailbag. And... That's true. We have the, the little phone call thing. We do? Well, we have a song for that? Well, no, not a song, but there's no. the, the, I would the like beeps a, and stuff. I would like a fan mail song and a, a We Got Stories song. Except that should be redundant because if we don't get stories, we have no show. Mm. That's true. That's the first time I use your lighter. That's, oh my God, the flame is big. Your flame is so big. It is. It envelops everything. You haven't had enough to drink. I'm going to say it before you say it. <laughs> I haven't. Although I think this next drink is just going to make me feel woozy. Woozy. So, yeah, we've been getting stories, predominantly, it seems, from uh, the UK. Which is great. I, th- I find that really exciting. I'm it's- curious about it. I wish I knew the... You know, is podcasting just more popular there, or am I just more popular there? 
What's the deal with that? Well, your appeal is international. Ugh, I know. You've got to stop being jealous of that. It took me decades of slutting around the globe to gain this kind of pseudo-celebrity... Uh, notoriety is notoriety. what I was going to say. Yeah, I just... Uh, I'm I, not offended by the word notoriety. I haven't been uh, soliciting enough. No, you haven't. See, I was campaigning long before we had a show. That's the difference. That's true. I didn't know at like the time what it was leading up to or what I was campaigning for. It all worked and now out this is in it. the end. Now you're just riding my... You hitched your star to my wagon. Your wagon? I, your caboose? I have just officially been more mean to you in the last 15-odd minutes than ever, ever before, and you still have no response. I like it. See, I expect... I'm looking for conflict. I'm trying to create conflict because because a good friend of mine said that your, your show needs more conflict. And they, <laughs> they loved the fact that I was teasing you about your geekdom. Because they thought that was good uh, conflict in the making. I think you just like me beating you up too much. <laughs> you just kind of sit Feed there and my... take it and smile, and it doesn't make for much of an audio. It's that low self-esteem. Treat me bad. <laughs> Treat me bad. Right. Call me a slut. So if, so if I'm just really nice to you, maybe you'll have some banter. That might be. But if it backfires, I'll be pissed. <laughs> I'll get surly soon enough. I know. You're only halfway through your second drink. I uh, found in our inbox a story from a young man named Phil Elliott called Yellow. And I've decided that's our story for today. Yay! It's a very short story. It's the shortest short story of all time. If it was shorter, it would be a haiku. It's a paragraph. But it is a riveting, compelling, action-packed paragraph. We're going to use that little piece by Phil Elliott today. Today, this evening, tonight, whatever. What day is it? I don't know. I'm confused. And you're asleep, and I'm talking to myself. <laughs> it's a magical moment. Do you talk to yourself when you're at home alone? I talk to myself constantly. Me too. And I always uh, thought that was really weird. I'm the only person I enjoy having conversations with. <laughs> well, that's different. I mean, I actually talk out loud. Yeah, so do I. And for years, I thought I was the only one who did it. But I started getting brave enough to ask, and other people do it all the time. You know, once they admit it. I actually walk down the street and talk to myself. Well, that's not fucked. <laughs> not quite like the guys who, who have these raging conversations in, in the middle of the street. But I will be walking down the street talking to myself when no one's around, and then someone will pop around a corner, and I'll be in the middle of, oh, motherfucker, goddamn, and, and then, I, oh, so and then just, I clam up. You just curse to yourself? <laughs> well, if I'm talking to myself, I'm usually thinking about something that's made me very angry. Huh. Well, no. not all the time. My talking to myself is uh, usually happy. I usually only do it when I'm... In front of the mirror? No. No, it, and it's not even You're talking, so really. Hot. It, well, yeah, I definitely do that. Um. I wish I could have a piece of me. <laughs> You're just jealous, because you wouldn't do you. Oh, I would. I do the same thing in the mirror. Do you? Yeah, looking good. I still have my hair. You do still have your hair. <laughs> I'll give you that. You're not going bald. I'll have this lustrous mane the day I die. I think lustrous mane is a bit of a stretch. <laughs> That's true. You have sort of like Bert and Ernie hair, and I can't decide which one it is. Which one is the one with the tuft on top? 
That's uh, Bert. The pointy head one. Yeah, mm-hmm. you've got somewhere between Bert and Ernie here. I miss Bert and Ernie. I had a boyfriend who named my breasts Bert and Ernie. I couldn't decide whether to be offended or not. Well, first it was kind of cute, and then I thought, what does that mean? Is one pointy and one round? Because that's bad. That's not good. They both talk. They have distinctly different personalities, but hopefully not totally different shapes. Rubber ducky. (laughs) I always, I always liked Ernie, but Ernie was cuter. I, I would have definitely slept with Ernie well, before Bert. Well, Bert's an ugly motherfucker. He looks like a cone head. Yeah, but think of what he could do with that head. That's true. If they weren't gay, then... Uh, you know, were they but, gay? That's what I heard. Really? Bert and Ernie were life partners? Well, they lived together for a long time and slept uh, in the same bed. I think you're right. I thought it was common knowledge. I just never thought of it before. Wow. I need a moment. So now you have to rethink that pointy head thing. Yeah, completely. It takes on a all new meaning right now. Wow. Do you think the rubber ducky was full of lube? Nah, probably just soaked up. Do you think Bert was jealous of the rubber ducky? No, with that head, I doubt it. But rubber ducky, you're the one? Well, you know, Bert's not around all the time. It's gotta, gotta hurt Bert's feelings a little bit. Well, you never know. You know if if maybe they took if my life sometimes. partner came in and found me singing to my dildo in the tub, I, I think there would be some offense taken. You're the one. I don't know. <laughs> Wake the hell! I'm not up. sure how to respond to that. <laughs> Wake. Do you up. sing to your dildo in the tub? I just didn't. I just say <laughs> no. If I was like Ernie and singing to my plastic friend in the tub rubber i guess plastic rubber is what's the difference between rubber and plastic rubber probably hurts a lot less no i was asking more from a scientific standpoint <laughs> from like a chem- chemical makeup oh i don't know i was relying on your geekdom there again i know but i know i know the person i know you're, you're trying to shed your geek image and it's not working so just embrace it i'm comfortable with my level of geekness good you should be I actually know a guy who's, like, a chemist for a plastics company. Maybe I should ask him. Oh, would he know the difference between rubber and plastic? I'm sure that he would. My guess, and I swear to God this is a guess, so please don't write any school papers on this. Citing the word whore is your source. She knows Um, everything. I, I think rubber is made of a natural substance coming from the same tree that provides us chewing gum. What's the plant with the rubber, with the gum? Whoops, there goes another rubber tree. I so wasn't trying to segue into that song. Rubber's an interesting word. Doesn't make sense to me. Were rubbers ever actually made of rubber? Why? I don't think so. Why did people ever call them rubbers? Probably because they resemble uh, balloons. Are balloons made of rubber? I don't know. Well, then think before you speak. God damn it. I'm asking. Does anyone know why, Maybe you can erase why rubbers stuff were called with, uh, rubbers? With condoms. No. Well, you can erase a future of hell with a screaming brat. <laughs> I'm going to read a story. No, you're going to read a story because I can't read this story. I tried and I started to cry. And I'm not saying it's a sad story, but it's motherfucking disturbing. It's so, not that disturbing. Uh, I found it very disturbing. So I'm going to read this story by Phil Elliott. It is called Yellow. I once had a pet monkey called Hubert. We did everything together. We ate together. We shit together. We even lost our virginity together. Does that mean with each other? I was 
I was still dwelling on Bert and Ernie, actually. <laughs> do you think they lost their virginity together? Uh, well, now I do. Now I'm thinking all kinds of things. In front of a nation. I'm picturing orgies with Big Bird and Snuffleupagus. And I'm thinking Snuffleupagus was the fucking party favorite. Yeah, I'm sure he was. Mm-hmm. Yep, invited to all the parties. I wonder I wonder how Mr. Cooper fit in that, if he was invited to the, you know what? the Muppet Games. I, I'm not sure I can uh, stand behind inane idle banter in between a story that's only a paragraph long. I was thinking we could make it all the way through the story this time, all in one shot. Because it's so short, and it needs to be intact. So I think you should start over. Okay. I once had a pet monkey called Huber. We did everything together. We ate together. We shit together. We even lost our virginity together. I love that monkey. But one day, the little shit pissed all over my bed and turned all my sheets yellow which did not please my girlfriend. So I kicked him and stomped on him until his dead, spluttered corpse was broken, but there was a mess on the floor. I was grounded for a week. I now have a goldfish called Gerald. I wonder if it's a true story. I'm wondering how a guy who obviously lives with his girlfriend gets grounded for a week. I didn't know girlfriends could do that. Can you ground someone you live with? Or does he live with his parents and his girlfriend was in his bed secretly? Maybe. I wonder if uh, you don't they both lost their virginity to the girlfriend. Oh, ah. So we had a monkey threesome. I find it really disturbing. I think it's a nice story. Do you? Well, maybe not. But there's a lot of emotion in it. Emotion, yes. He loved the monkey. Sex, violence. It's got everything in there that sells. Do you think this could be he a He loved movie? the monkey, so he had to kill it. I used to love oh. him, and I had to kill him. That hurts. I need to know that there really wasn't a monkey called Hubert, because... Maybe it was a, a figurative stomp. Oh, no, no, I think it's real. I'm hoping there's, like, a, a deep hidden meaning that I'm missing here. Like, he, he used to be a bedwetter, and then um, somebody beat him senseless, and now he doesn't wet the bed anymore. Maybe... But now he has good nights, and he has a good morning. Maybe it's analog analogous to uh, the world situation. Um, all right, I'll hear you out. Perhaps, uh, you know, it's, it's about colonialism. Two countries that have sort of a symbiotic relationship, and then one does something to piss the other off. Literally pissed yes. off. Uh, and then the other country uh, you stretch stomps me. around and then buys a goldfish. Would Canada no. be a goldfish? Canada is a goldfish named Gerald, you think? Could be, but I doubt it. Well, we're not a monkey. We're we a beaver. No, I don't want to be a beaver. How do we end oh. up with a beaver as our fucking national animal? National animal? Is there such a thing as a national animal? Well, yeah. It's like, yeah, they use the icon of a beaver. I've never seen a beaver in person in my life. Well, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure that the beaver signified something uh, different than what it commonly does today. Oh, I, I think I would embrace it more if it actually meant what it means to most people now. Poontang? Poontang. I haven't heard that in ages. Where do you think that word came from? I don't know. I like it, though. Mm. It's got an interesting ring to it. It sounds sour. Poon. It's the tang. tang. It's the tang part, right? <laughs> tang. I want to know where that word came from. Can you find that out for me? I will. 
think. I'll research it. Didn't somebody used to call you the big kahuna? I always think of kahuna as another poontang word. Am I wrong there? It's written on your lighter. <laughs> My God. <laughs> it is. The big kahuna. I honestly think that means big uh, the C word. I, uh, no, I don't think so. Why? Kahuna. Kahuna was a... Why does it make me think that? Kahuna is Hawaiian. I know that. I'm just saying it's like why. The big cheese. Why does it invoke a poontang reference for me? Can you help me figure that out? Because it's, it's a foreign word that you don't understand, so you automatically assume it means. I uh, think it's any any word the that's bathing just, suit area. No, that's retarded. Kahuna sounds. Hey, nice kahuna. Yeah. See, it works. What's a uh, cajones? Cajone, cajuna, cajone. See, that's it that's. Works. I think that's the association. Maybe it just, it just sounds like it the sounds. Other it sounds like the feminine of cajone, even though two completely different cultures uh, brought <laughs> the us those feminine. words. The feminine of yes, it's the the woman's balls. That's what it is. Cajuna. Check out the cajuna on her. <laughs> nice. Cajones. I like to put my cojones in uh, her cajuna. That's interesting. Yeah, it is. I kind of like the ring of it. <laughs> I think it's rather funny that we received two monkey stories in one day. Don't you? Uncanny. I think it's odd. I, I don't have a monkey story. I thought well, everyone I, had a monkey story. I have a friend who has a monkey story. I think monkeys are overrated. I think people think monkeys are like cute and entertaining and f- funny and... Oh, no, they're you know terrible what? creatures. I, I, well, I find them stinky and noisy and irritating. Um, a lot of them are maniacal, too. Maniacal? Yeah, they're mean creatures. It's a word. <laughs> I know it's a word. <laughs> I just wouldn't have associated it to a monkey. It just it seems odd to me. No, a lot of them are evil, evil little creatures. So, we have a, another monkey story, and uh, so we figured, why not make a theme show out of it, because we got two monkey stories. It's not a uh, prose story. It's an incident report. It's an incident, yes. Mm. It's entitled Monkey Attack, and it goes as follows. Okay. Last year, my ex-girlfriend Natasha Wait, and I... Wait, who wrote it? Oh, some guy. Okay, monkey attack. Sorry, go ahead. Last year, my ex-girlfriend Natasha and I decided that a trip to African Lion Safari would be a good way to spend an afternoon. The billboards would lead you to believe that it's right off the highway, but it is, in fact, nowhere near the highway. I guess this is good planning when you're dealing with Bengal tigers. The main attraction, however, is not the lions or tigers, as the name suggests. It is the monkeys. Because everybody loves the goddamn monkeys. Well, I think it's the interactive part of the uh, of the exhibit. Mm-hmm. After going through some Jurassic Park-like gates, guarded by bronze 20-year-olds dressed like Jim from Wild Kingdom, I piloted my venerable Chevette along the... Tra- Wait, can we go back to the bronze 20-year-olds dressed like... I don't know who Jim from Wild, Jim from Wild Kingdom, Kingdom is, but... Jim, do you remember Mutual of, Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom? No. No, but you just gave a plug for an insurance company, right? Yeah. Um, well, that's that's what the show was called. But and there's this guy... Uh, are these 20-year-olds boys, and are they bronze, painted? Uh, they're... Uh, or are they statues? No, no, they're like people. Oh. Tanned people. Sexy. Young, 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 sexy park rangers. Young, hard-bodied, sexy park rangers. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I have a visual. I need a visual. 
So I piloted my vulnerable Chevette along the trail in a train of cars and sport utility vehicles until we reached the monkey zone. Monkey zone. You were given a choice to bypass That's the sector. That's not an erogenous zone, zone no. is it? That well, I don't it could know be that? monkey zone okay. of love. I need to know where the monkey zone is. I thought I knew all of them. It's a that hard to reach place, but when you do, it's like hot monkey love. <laughs> you are given the choice to bypass the sector by a sign that indicates the park is not responsible for any damage caused by our simian friends. Simian. That's what I said. Yeah. Oh. What, are you just going to repeat words? <laughs> yes. Maniacal. <laughs> Simeon. <laughs> Monkey zone. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I was well aware that the monkeys climb on your car. I've seen plenty of cars with tracks all over them. And as we followed the vehicles ahead of us, I noticed the monkeys were surveying each car that passed. A signal was given, and, without any interest in the other more expensive cars, the monkeys bookended mine and descended en masse on the Chevette. I think this was written by Trapper John, except he's he's branched away from his uh, adventures in New Orleans. I think he just maybe made another vacation. It's two in his life. Go Trapper. Uh, I think this guy is pulling on something, Natasha said with apparent concern, looking warily out her window. She hardly finished her sentence when the monkey in question stripped the trim off the side of my car from front to back in less than two seconds. Then he ran off with it to share with his friends. This was the sign that they'd been waiting for. Five of them immediately worked as a team. Stumpy worked the bumpers, Shaky and Joe the Crusher the wipers, Lumpy the antenna, leaving their leader, Con the Mighty, the duty of the trim on my side of the car. How does this guy know the names of these monkeys? Uh, maybe they have name, name tags on. Mm, handy. It was then that Natasha pointed out the crack running from one end of the windshield to the other. Is that safe? Will it hold? She said with alarm. Safe? No. Will it hold? I don't know. I thought back to what else the sign had said. Enter at your own risk. No cracked windshields. Make sure your gas tank and radiator are full. Don't open your windows. Don't feed the monkeys, i.e. don't get out of your car. Then I thought about my leaking gas tank, the hole in the radiator, and the vents blowing hot air into the confines of the Chevy. Natasha leaned back in her seat, fear showing on her sweat-coated face. Give them some cigarettes. Maybe they want to pay off. Frustrated by the fact that the wipers and antenna were too well attached, Shaky, Joe the Crusher, and Lumpy ran around the car screaming at us at the top of their lungs like Hollywood cannibals around a boiling pot. Con the Mighty was a busy little guy. He peeled the trim off the driver's side, climbed up onto the hatchback, and raised it over his head in triumph. It took less than ten seconds for them to remove absolutely every part they could pry off the car. And Lumpy decided that if he could not have the antenna, he would have a little fun instead. He climbed up and stood on the side mirror and wagged his willy in my face until we left the monkey exhibit. A ranger, sitting in a zebra-striped pickup truck, peeled off as soon as they had pegged our car. I wondered if the monkeys had captured him, and he had waited until such a moment to make, it, make his getaway. Good thing they weren't chimps, or they would have pulled us from the car and undoubtedly maimed us in some way. What's the difference between a chimp and a monkey? There's a whole lot of simians. I understand that. I'm asking you. Well, uh, chimps, chimps are the... <laughs> you chimp, don't know. Chimp. Just say you well, don't, I don't know. know. What? You genetically know I don't know. I know if you give me a picture of a chimp, I know it's a fucking chimp, though. Oh, that's so much better. 
Okay, chips, chimps, monkeys, we don't know the difference, blah, yada, yada, yada. The story got around at work, and for a month afterward, every time I called the office, I could hear the developers yelling in the background, ooh, 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 ah, 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 ah. And that's the story. No, you missed something. No. Uh-huh. So a, mon- a monkey actually wagged his willy at this guy? Apparently, yes. They're, uh, I tell you, they're mean creatures. They know wagging a dick in the face is a... A rude gesture. You know? Yes. Yeah. I'm sure they probably give you the finger, too. Yeah. If they thought that was rude. But I think they've got a better idea of what's rude. What's, what's so rude about like showing your index finger to somebody? How did true. that become offensive? Well, like chimps and perhaps some monkeys, I don't know. But chimps will throw their feces at you. Sometimes I give people the pinky... I thought you were going to say that sometimes you throw your feces at people. No, I do not. (laughs) I'd pay to see that. (laughs) Fuck you! Take that! That's just ridiculous. South Biot! Hello! You're on the line with the word whore. No way! You are! Are you excited? I'm excited. Do we have to tell our story? Yeah. Guess who's on the phone? The word whore. I mean, the word whore. Dad, you ready for it? We're on the air, I think. You're on the air. We're on the air. Uncle Underpants. <laughs> I love it. Oh, where's Preston? Preston is here with me. Preston uh, just came back from getting a drink. You know what? Luckily, we're drinking also. Excellent. Preston, I need to hear the ice cube shake before I start yeah. talking. <gasps> Word horror. I need to hear some smoking going on. South Biatch and Uncle Underpants. <laughs> oh my God. Hey, in our story, um, here's here's my problem. Uh-oh. See, he's already got a problem. He's already got a problem. Oh, like, you what's know, the like problem, Uncle Cracker? I mean, Uncle Underpants. <laughs> Uncle Cracker. <laughs> Maybe I should wait. Well, the understand. underpants? We're not talking about the underpants. How do you know what the fuck I'm talking about? <laughs> All right, so what story do you guys need to hear? Where do we start? Some drunken... Anything. Give us anything. We're just happy to be talking to you, Uncle Underpants. <clears throat> Regale us uh, with your drunken stories. Uh, I used to have a kid come in and work co-op. He was 16, so I was really an old guy. And uh, we were re- reunited. You can tell that I'm slurring because I'm drinking red wine. We were reunited um, last weekend at a, at a bowling party. I was there. Hockey strike bowling party. And... He uh, uh, turned out to be as crazy as, as he was, you know, when I first met him, a young lad. By the end of the night, we were so hammered that we ended up going back to our friend's house, who has a wonderful wine collection. And, and by, by being so intoxicated with so much wine, then I, I was telling you the story about my wife being in the pool in her bathing suit. And, all, you know, and, so and, and your wife is very hot. She is very hot. So, consequently, you know, I just thought that it was my responsibility to get in the pool with her, but I didn't have a bathing suit, so I took my clothes off and put them in a very neat pile because I'm very neurotic. Yes, you are. And so, what happens was that as I was plunging into the pool, our friend 
Rocco ran up and stole my size 40 jockey underpants. They were very large underpants. Taking them all around and calling them giant white underpants. And then, for some reason, the two dogs that were there attacked my underpants and started shredding them. And it happened afterwards, but the shredding will put the pants on. Yes, she did. Stole my underpants. She stole your underpants. And I have to tell you, quite frankly, my biggest fear was that when she woke up in the morning and, and saw the underpants, that she would see a racing strike. But I haven't heard any complaints <laughs> about that. So she actually, you know what? I was afraid she'd frame it as a work of art. I think you're going to go over to her place. Racing stripes, I could live with it being a work of art, but unfortunately, would have. We're going to have to bleep out her name, by the way. And, she she um, actually wore them home. Well, she, she we walked the party. We walked home, and she wore uh, your shredded racing stripe covered <laughs> giant white underpants home. No. I'm wondering what was in them that uh, made the dogs uh, go for them. Ooh. Well, I'm into bestiality, obviously. <laughs> they liked your scent? No, because when my big beast breaks out, look out. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I kept saying. I kept trying to help you out by saying Uncle Underpants has to wear such giant underpants because he's got so much stuff to keep in there. They're, they're loose around the waist, but... <laughs> <laughs> How long is that Colby hot dog at the restaurant? It's big. It's big. It I know. Size after me, so. I, I even struggled with that. <laughs> but listen, it was a, it was wonderful chatting with you folks, and I think everybody should call into your program because I really love it, and it's just fun, and and, and I think that it would, it would be so great if people would like let down their underpants and talk about stuff. Mm-hmm. You can always try giving us a call later too when you're really hammered. Bye. Bye. Okay, so, um, monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> monkeys. Monkeys. Yes. BJ and the Bear. Do you remember BJ and the Bear? Uh, I never watched that. Oh, fuck. Was that a chimp or a monkey? Oh, you never watched it? You don't know. I just have to I'm, say. I'm guessing it was a chimp or, or an orangutan. I had the world's it's probably a chimp. biggest a chimp. crush on Greg Evigan. Whatever happened to him? Wait, was BJ and the Bear a TV show? Or, yes. Or? Oh, okay. Thinking of Smokey and the Bandit. I named my dog after that show. Um, BJ? Which I later came to regret <laughs> for obvious reasons. I was going to say, is that your yes. excuse? No, actually, I was... Young, and I was a big BJ and the Bear fan. I had a major crush on Greg Evigan. I named my dog BJ. And <laughs> as I came into adolescence, introducing my dog BJ to my many suitors became quite. They thought you were soliciting? Quite fucking embarrassing. Yes. Uh, my family pet. Do you want to meet BJ. BJ? Although it works really well in that thing where you you do your porn name. It's your first pet's name and, and, and your, your middle, middle name. name and your street or something like that. Oh no, it's it's first pet and your street, and then there's another one that is your your soap opera name. So my porn name is BJ Turnberry. <laughs> well, that's classic. Hell yeah, BJ Turnberry. 
I'm going to call you that from now on. I kind of like it. Although it makes me sound like one of those old, baffed-out porn stars. It has an old ring to it, I think. No one ever uses the term BJ anymore. Really? Oh, so I don't really hear it. Well, <laughs> you know, I'm, at, not, I'm not 15 years old either, at, so... At the time, I have to say, it was quite embarrassing. Because when I named the puppy, I did not know what the negative connotation of BJ was. I had or the positive ones. Well, yeah. It depends on how you look at it. I didn't have any pets named after uh, sexual uh, verbs. Sexual verbs? Well. What the hell? Sexual descriptions. BJ is not a sexual description. It's it's an act. Act. It's a That's sexual the word act. I was looking for. It's a sexual verb. I, yes, please. Yes, yeah, give action, me some of those action. sexual verbs. Oh, Christ. I don't know. Okay. On that note, um, our monkey episode is officially at a closure because uh, monkeys aren't as funny as we thought they were. I really thought we'd have a very funny monkey episode. I'm sad. But, as always, not as sad as you. (laughs) You're sad. Yes. Ooh, I'm sorry. (laughs) I uh, got carried away with the microphone. I just realized it had a very provocative shape. Bye, and the official end of the Disastrous Monkey episode, which just made me all that more sure that I don't like monkeys. Bye. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the word whore. Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com. 